0: so right now in the, uh, the Zoom meeting, because even though we don't have the Zoom people on the show, uh, the, the episodes we do at a roundtable, they still like to come and meet on the nights that we record. Right now, Greg Henderson from uh, Unofficial Use Only is showing off those $8,200 $8, $8, electric bikes. He got two of them. To, to go in oh, the, the Jeep electric bike, exactly the one you did the I story re- on. I did on those here. On the, yeah, I did a story on those. Wow. Here on the show. Absolutely. And he, he got two of them to go into the Quadratech uh, two door gladiator build for SEMA. And right wow. now, in the Zoom meeting, he's showing off uh, the bikes. He was wow. actually actually doing a burnout in his garage with one of them. I was going to ask if he was playing with him at he all, or all just of kinda- Yeah, of course <laughs> he is. And and right now he's showing the speedometer, which looks a lot like a smartphone that oh, oh, that keeps up cool. with uh, average mile speed, all the rest of that crap. Th- these are really really neat. Uh, electric they,
1: bikes. They are getting stellar <laughs> reviews. I mean, just at, they are knocking it out of the park. I mean, as far as electric off-road bikes go, these things are, are pretty much dominating the
0: market right well, now. Was it at like 50 mile range too? Like, they had a substantial, yeah, I, I thought 40 to something between 40 and 50. Maybe it was yeah. 40. We'll say 40 and it was like but at, at 20 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, and, and, and at like 3% grade or something too. I mean, it was, it was like no joke.
0: So, yeah, they, these are definitely off-road uh, type bikes. Uh, uh, bikes. So,
2: yeah. is it possible to put that same engine in the regular Jeep so you, you, would go need
1: four
0: of, you would need four of these underneath your Jeep. And I'm it being have to funny. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, actually, it's the same thing that they use in the 4xe. Okay. So, <laughs> a Slightly smaller battery pack. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but you can get a battery pack that you can wear on your back. <laughs>
2: You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast.
1: Nexen USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that Wendy was running at the JTS SoCal event, the Nexen Tire Rodian MTX at NexenTireUSA.com.
2: Are
3: you ready?
2: It's the Jeep Talk show. With Wendy, there will be body
1: damage. Josh. I like making people laugh. That's, that's it's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, we've been mentioning Greg, uh, Greg Henderson, unofficial use only. Uh, go over there and follow unofficial use only on the Instagram. And uh, any time you post anything on there uh, and make it colorful, uh, just do a hashtag Jeep Talk Show there in the post and uh, let Greg know that uh, we're supporting him. He's, he listens to this stuff, so he knows. He was actually setting fire to a Jeep Talk Show logo earlier on the, the Zoom meeting, guys. And, and it was probably because I said last episode uh, to never paint your Jeep a Land Rover green, which he, uh, he probably heard and didn't care for. <laughs> because the two-door Gladiator is, uh, is that color. Hey, you know, for the last 11 years, the JTS team has been here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that's also a weekend warrior, this show's for you. Anyone can create a podcast. Only a few can create a show. And that's what we do here. Find out more about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. Welcome to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on
1: this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be talking about Jeep's new inline-six engine, the Hurricane, and who got to test the twin-turbo high-output variant. Oh, it's so good. I've got all the numbers, so don't worry. And what do you get when you combine drugs, guns, and Jeeps? It's not a hard answer to figure out. We'll find out later. And later in the show, I'll go over the things that you will need to consider when adding a compressed air tank to your Jeep.
2: Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and make sure you're checking out my Newbie Nugget sections on Friday episodes. And by the way, that's when I'm going to talk about the recap of our fabulous SoCal event.
0: Very cool. I'm Tony, and it's fun to buy upgrades for the Jeep. But then you have to work on putting them on. I know some of you guys really look forward to that, but uh, I don't know. It's just hot and dirty, and I, I get sticky. I, I know. Uh, the, the tie a knot in the panties and get out there. People talking about rock lights in our Discord server made me pull the trigger on six KC Cyclone V2 lights. It's Good your stuff. fault, damn it! <laughs> You're gonna like those. You are yeah. really gonna. Like yeah, those. that's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, you know, I got those two on there already. Uh, that uh, point to the sides uh, and, and gives good illumination in front of the tires, which is uh, where I think that you want the illumination, not over the tire, but in front of the tires. You know, f- they're supposed to be rock lights, not top of tire lights. So I think that's going to work out really well. So these six are going to go, you know, like two in the center section and then one on the tail. And it just dawned on me today, I was getting a little excited about these uh, these uh, Cyclone, uh, KC Cyclone V2 lights coming in on Saturday. And then I thought to myself, well, where am I going to put these damn things if I'm going to put the motor-built skid system, skid plate system underneath there? So I'll have to give an eyeball look to uh, the motor, motor-built outside site. Of the, outside of the frame rails, not on the inside. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have to have a look and see where, because I, I was kind of thinking that if I can, uh, where I can put them. But I bet you I can find a place where I won't scrape them off as, as uh, stuff is oh, yeah, going no, down the skid plate. 100%.
3: local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep.
1: Here's a familiar name for you, one that you'll probably recognize, Car and Driver. They've been around since 1955, and it didn't take long for them to become one of the leaders in automotive journalism. Barely a year after its start, the company created the Testing Hub, where they push products, engines, and even vehicles to their limits. They then take a deep dive into the numbers behind the tests. Well, car and driver got to their hands on one of Jeep's new twin-turbocharged Hurricane Inline-6 engines and put it through its paces. Apparently, the new motor is proving its worth, beating the old Hemi V8 in both acceleration and fuel economy. The test results for the 2023 Jeep Grand uh, Wagoneer L with the new 510 horsepower version of the twin-turbo 3.0-liter Inline-6 show that it's both quicker and more efficient than the 2022 Grand Wagoneer with the 6.4-liter V8 even though the six-cylinder SUV they tested was the bigger, heavier, long-wheelbase L model. Now, they managed to get the 6,428-pound Grand Wagoneer L from 0 to 60 miles per hour in just 4.7 seconds. Wow. Wow. Yeah, buddy. This beat the old 102-pound lighter V8 model by nearly three-quarters of a second. The advantage shrunk to four tenths of a second and two miles per hour in the quarter mile as the off line advantage of the turbo's 3500 RPM brake torque launch wears off when faced with the raw gas chugging power of a Hemi V8. But that's still damn quick for a full-size truck-based SUV, beating out the Ford Expedition Stealth Performance model's 4.9-second run to 0-60 miles per hour and coming closer than anyone would have expected to the supercharged 682-horsepower Cadillac Escalade V's 4.3-second sprint. Now, although car and driver said they would categorize the Jeep's Boosted 6 as quite responsive, turbocharged engine's power delivery is never as instantaneous as that of a naturally aspirated engine. So, with that, the inline 6 did suffer some of the rolling start tests. For instance, rolling at 30 miles per hour and accelerating to 50, the Hurricane was no quicker than the V8. It was actually a tenth of a second slower in the 50 to 70 mile per hour test. The 75 mile per hour highway fuel economy test, while the smaller displacement Turbo 6 won out very nicely, it achieved a result of 20 miles per hour, I'm sorry, 20 miles per gallon to the VH19. Not exactly a huge difference, but nonetheless impressive considering the extra grunt that the smaller engine also provides. The addition of the Inline-6 has complicated the Wagoneer's powertrain lineup somewhat as well. The Inline-6 is standard on all long-wheelbase L versions, although the Wagoneer L has the 420 horsepower standard output version, and the Grand Wagoneer L has the 510 horsepower high output version. Among uh, short-wheelbase variants, the 3.0-liter 6 is optional, as the base Wagoneer continues with its standard 5.7-liter V8, and the base Grand Wagoneer with its 6.4-liter V8. But based on the new engine's strong performance, it seems a worthy upgrade if you're shopping for one of these behemoths. A question, uh, my question is, is there anybody at Jeep that is trying to shoehorn one of these things into a Wrangler yet? If not, I might be available for
0: some testing, I'm just saying. Yeah, right now, you and me both. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> I mean, I love the Wrangler idea, oh, but I can't help oh. but think of what it would be like for putting, being put in a smart car. I don't know if <laughs> it would fit. I mean, you would have blow, to, it, uh, off. Yeah, blow would it off. A <laughs> man would make it fit. It would. It would be a mid-engine car at that point. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you'd hit go and be like, psh, everything would fall off. It'd be like one engine. of those little penny cars
1: back in the eighties. Yes. You they they just do, you know, do circles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I just think it'd be fun, um, but uh, yeah. I mean, uh, this sounds like a really nice engine. The only downside I can think to it, about it is. That it has a has a turbo because it's like you read the, the naturally
1: turbos in, in this one.
0: Yeah, the naturally aspirated. I mean, if they could do this with uh, being naturally aspirated, boy, this would be a no brainer.
1: What's really the price could. tag?
0: Um, oh, is
2: this the one you know, that's, I, uh one twenty is it hundred on that before? I believe
1: uh, the package is it. I mean, it's it's several thousand. I I don't think it's um I don't think it's five thousand, but I think you're knocking on the door. I'll have to look that information up. I'll get back to you.
0: I've heard great things about this uh, through, through channels. Uh, I've heard great things about this engine. Just amazing yeah, on I, the power.
1: I want to get a chance to drive one, but uh, my local Jeep dealership has not. I don't even know if they're qualified, honestly, to get a Wagoneer or a, a Grand Wagoneer um, because they're not uh, at that upper echelon of dealership. But uh, I don't know. i gonna have, have to talk to the GM, see what I can finagle. Well, on this one, uh, folks, I'm going to blame the parents. It's not often, honestly, that, that I cast blame here on the show. Oh, sure. I, I may say it's somebody's fault, but I'm not going to blame you. That's entirely <laughs> different. <laughs> now, the parents of these two teens, however, I fully blame for what you're about to hear. Oh, boy. Two <laughs> teens were injured in an accident just before 1030 a.m. Tuesday in Buchanan County, Missouri. The state patrol reported a 2005 Jeep driven by a 15-year-old St. Joseph, Missouri girl was southbound on Highway 371 at Southeast Barnett Road. The driver of the Jeep was fixing her hair and allowing the passenger to control the vehicle. The (laughs) 15-year-old female passenger, well, she lost control of the Jeep. Surprise! Yeah, the driver attempted to regain control of the vehicle, overcorrected, surprise, and the Jeep traveled off the east side of the road, struck an embankment, and rolled onto its top. Both the driver and passenger were ejected from the vehicle. Buchanan County Ambulance transported both teens to Mosaic Life Care in St. Joseph. They were not wearing seatbelts, according to the MSHP. Now, I've said for years that a Jeep should very rarely be the very first vehicle for anyone. There are rare and few exceptions to the rule. But the rule of thumb is a Jeep is just too much for a new driver. Now, despite these parents not heeding my warnings for years, they also clearly did not instill the fear of blood and gore and dismemberment by forcing these young new drivers to watch so, such timeless classics as Wheels of Tragedy, Red Asphalt, or Death on the Highway. Had the parents done their job, maybe these two girls would have buckled up. They still likely would have lost control and flipped the Jeep, but it's at least they would have walked away.
2: You know what? If I think if these two were in any vehicle doing exactly what they're doing, no seat belt, It probably would have happened to any vehicle, but so where I'm sorry, where do I start? So is it legal <laughs> in Missouri for fifteen year olds to be driving by themselves with no adult? Because everywhere I, I, else
0: You can, I, get, a, you can I get a you can get a hardship license. But you can get a well, hardship can, license like in Texas for uh, huh. I think fifteen, I don't think fourteen, but, but yes, for fifteen.
1: Jeez, man I thought even then you had to have somebody 18 or older in the in the vehicle with you for the first yeah, like, that's six usually. months or year or something like that I don't I don't know and, but and yeah. I'm sorry
2: if, if you need to fix your hair uh where do I start what <laughs> is happening here to the world I don't understand it I don't get it Pull over, yeah. fix whatever. But
0: right? you, you make bad time. Ah. You make bad time if you pull over and stop. You make They're much better time bad if you keep going. So let me ask you the guys this, because I admit, I mean, I haven't done it in a long time, but I've either uh, driven the, the steering, I mean, handled the steering wheel from the passenger side for somebody, well, sure. or asked somebody to do it. Yes, but uh, while we're, we're while experiencing- I'm getting that, that last little bit of hamburger off my, uh, <laughs> off, my pond. No, off, <laughs> off my palm, you know, that's dripped on there. And Like, hey, could you grab this? I need to lick my hand. Yes,
2: but we're experienced <laughs> drivers. We've been doing it for how many oh, years? Oh, I was
0: probably 16. I mean, you know, come no. on. Yeah, hell yeah. No. So, no, I mean, no. I'm not saying do it, but I'm just saying, you okay. know, it's not a good idea, but. No.
2: But she's on a main highway. If you're on a dirt yeah. road, well, sure, maybe, I don't know.
0: No, the main so- highway is easier. I mean. Uh, I mean, I, I used to drive a standard uh, with no power steering, and I would uh, talk on the ra- on the CB radio, eat a hamburger, and steer with my knee, <laughs> and shift. <laughs> I, I, I understand. It's that, all about s- timing.
2: And I've actually seen that done. But again,
0: <laughs> were you screaming at the time? And, and I oh, no, I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you uh, that, that neither one of these girls knew how to drive a stick.
2: That uh, yeah, they don't. No. no
0: i am pretty impressive i mean you know really when you get down to it
2: i'm not even going to go there with a the 10 foot pole <laughs> that, to leave around that, alone
0: that i lo- that i lived
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Oh my gosh! Well, hopefully they're okay. And honestly, I, mean, I, I think
1: I, yeah, right. I'm glad the girls are okay. Obviously, yes. you know, this this could have gone uh, much much worse, uh, and and we could be, you know, talking about uh, two, you know, parents that have that, that lost their kids. Yes, which um, would be awful. Uh, thankfully, it didn't go that way. I do have a question though, for for um, both of you. Did either of these three titles ring any bells for you guys? Did Did yes. you see? Okay,
2: I think it was Red Asphalt that I saw. I'm not sure about the other two, but Red Asphalt for sure.
1: I, I didn't see Wheels of Tragedy, uh, Death on the Highway. I did see, and but I'm I'm almost 100 percent positive that in my driver's ed they forced us to watch Red Asphalt.
0: Absolutely. I yep, don't. It was, I uh, don't think they showed us any movies. I've heard about this really? stuff over Man, and
1: over again. I for you got sure Wheels of Tragedy would have been because that's right about you know. Uh,
0: I, I think that would have been in your 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 yeah. era. I'm not sure. No, I was, it was too busy uh, having the driver's ed teacher, the driving portion of it going. Uh, and this is before digital you know and he says you gotta your foot is either uh, all the way up or all the way down when you when you drive I had no problem accelerating onto the uh, the the acceleration lane to get on I-10 some of the some of the girls in the car had a problem you know doing that because they were very timid about it it's like screw you I'm, no, I'm merging no dial it's a switch <laughs> that's right <laughs> exactly a binary switch it was either on or it's off <laughs> exactly I love driving fast and, and I love that feeling of uh, the, the force of being pushed back in this, yeah, yeah.
3: G forces. Yep.
0: Well, I I've got to admit,
1: I I had a misconception uh, here. You know, I thought at least me personally, I thought the drug dealers preferred Cadillacs. Sure. I have been mistaken. I've been proved wrong.
0: It's kind of Uh, with the Grand Wagoneer (laughs) pretty soon, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, four people were taken into custody after drugs and guns were located in a parked vehicle. (gasps) Detectives were working in the area of Hillside Avenue late Monday night when they spotted a parked Jeep with four people inside and smoke pouring from the windows jeeps yeah, and Chong, here we go. Bad <laughs> sign right there. <laughs> Authorities say the jeep smelled strongly of marijuana. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, and, and detectives were able to clearly see multiple pistol, multi, multiple pistols pistobl. out in the open. In, I like pistols. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: like that. <laughs> I have <pistobls>. multiple pistols. <laughs> I see a doctor about, about that next the week. <laughs> yeah, out in the open
1: inside the vehicle. Uh, all of this is a no-no in Tennessee. So uh, out yeah. came the cuffs, and they mm-hmm. went into custody. Two of the occupants were found to be convicted felons, and a third no. was previously convicted of <laughs> domestic violence, prohibiting them from possessing guns in the first place. But somehow, Oops. yeah, you're you're going away for a little while. As the four suspects were taken into custody, police decided to search the Jeep and seized more than 100 meth pills laced with fentanyl. Ooh, yeah, that's that's, that's like manslaughter now. That's <laughs> almost. bad. Yeah. Yeah, along with various amounts of cocaine, Xanax, and marijuana. The front seat passenger, 31-year-old Justin D., was found to be a convicted robber. Police say most of the drugs, along with two scales and more than $6,000 in cash, were found in a backpack at his feet. Uh, He is facing multiple drug and gun counts and is being held on a $245,000 bond. The driver of the Jeep, 35-year-old Marquise F., is facing a charge of felony gun possession. He was previously convicted of domestic assault in Nashville and is now being held on a $16,000 bond. Rear-seat passenger Samari R. is facing two counts of felony drug possession and having a gun during the commission of a felony. His bond is set at $81,000. The final passenger, a 35-year-old Lakeisha J., was previously convicted of assault in Sumner County and is now facing a charge of felony gun possession. Her bond is set at only $15,000. The Jeep was impounded and the criminals were locked up. The moral of the story, don't be a drug dealer.
2: <laughs> I, I, wait, I have a comment and this is not necessarily positive, but it could be had this uh, owner of the Jeep or driver of the Jeep had a gear spot, most of that stuff seen would have been hidden oh, up in the liner. Very and they good point. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put tune two, two there. So maybe these drug dealers need to get a little smarter if they're going to drive a jeep, have the right equipment. Perhaps this stuff wouldn't have been seen.
0: The now, gear spot.
2: Yes, the gear <laughs> spot
0: approved by drug dealers. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm just saying it's possible. You're
0: welcome, Pete.
2: Of course, yeah. Of course, the the uh, the smoke coming out—that's a whole different problem. Yeah, so.
0: I, I was, that was kind of the yeah I was.
1: The crux of it all, right there. Well, if you got a news <laughs> tip, response to any one of our stories, oh, and please share with share with us what you have to say. Uh, we can do it by phone, phone or by email. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out all the ways to interact with us here on the show.
0: You know, we were talking about the gear spot, and uh, they have a really cool little marketing thing. They call it uh, the the T shirt. It looks like the G spot, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking, I, uh, what, <laughs> I was just thinking, Josh, we were just talking about that that feel of acceleration. That's my G spot. I love having that feeling of uh, the gravity pushing me back in the uh, in the seat.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. They 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 call it the seat of seat of the Pansometer, Yes. yes. I, I think is is, is how we refer to it. I in like the, that. Uh, you know, kind of you know you're judging you know how how the jeep is handling or or how fast the jeep is going. You know what what change has that modification done? I can tell by using my seat of the Pansometer.
0: And you know it also uh, that is also used in flying. You can fly by the seat of your pants, which is feeling the airplane feeling you know as it, how fast it's going and that's why i've never really liked
1: any of the drive-by-wire type of systems any sort of right. disconnect that i have from the vehicle and its connection to the to the road or or the or the trail uh is just a no-go in my book
0: so mm-hmm. yeah exactly you're listening to a four x four radio network podcast Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, we'll be talking tanks. Oh, I love tracked vehicles of any yeah, any sort. Big, you know, big caliber gun on the top. You know, we're talking M- ordnance. M1 Abrams, yeah. I think, comes to mind. And how to add compressed air storage to your Jeep. So I don't know how those two things go together, but uh, we're going to talk about it like a train wreck tony like train. <laughs> well that's the show that's the excitement of the show How how is this wreck gonna take take place <laughs> no we have a we have a really good show here i just like making fun of it why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is been my weekly rotation. look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I uh, support a great podcast, been a lifelong Jeeper myself, continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. This just in, I've been checking the download numbers. We're watching it to see if we're going to get up to 2 million. And uh, while I'd like to report, it has not changed. So we're still about 1,700 away. But well, anyway, there's a show we need to release every so <laughs> often. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> kind this of, is, oh, but we have, but that's a good point. We have so many uh, episodes that we've done in the past, and a lot of these downloads are from our back catalog, and our back catalog is very deep. We are almost up to 700 episodes over the past 11 years of, uh, of and- doing this.
1: Tony, does somebody have to pay to listen to those back episodes?
0: They do. Uh, they have to be a paid subscriber. No, they don't. It, it's all free. And that's the I guess that's the hard thing about get, talking you guys into being paid subscribers because you don't got to, to to listen to the show. Yeah, why pay for the cow when you get the milk for free, right? That's right. So, uh, but if, you, if you've if you gotten anything, any entertainment or any uh, good information from this show that's helped you out uh, or even something that uh, maybe didn't help you out, but it was still fun to hear, uh, think about being a paid subscriber. <laughs> subscriber just go to jeeptalkshow.com uh slash contact Scroll on down and see all the ways that you could become a paid subscriber today and uh you know it's it's like a thank you uh to us uh we appreciate you doing the download and listening to the show uh but if you uh, become a paid subscriber it that means a lot to us because you're taking the time to uh, do away with some of your uh, cash flow just simply to help support the show
1: and somebody needs to buy a basic subscription. I mean, come on, click my We've image. We've got one. one.
0: Oh, We've, we got one. Yeah, okay. remember, we do have the one. So <laughs> you'll see Josh's image on the uh, the, the googly-eyed uh, basic subscription, and we we did get one. I think that was the last one we uh, that we sold.
3: From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, in the past episode, Tony talked about how. It's possible that extraterrestrial means that the aliens have an extra testicle. <laughs> like, come on, that is ridiculous. Everybody knows that aliens are asexual. They just kind of reproduce produce like earthworms. And study have proven that uh, alien abductions and anal probes, it's a lot like uh, cow tipping. It's just some practical joke that alien teenagers <laughs> like to play on us and i also gotta say that i am very upset that chuck is getting his own subscription package and Nikki g doesn't have one. Oh. just imagine for three potatoes a week you could help support the show no i mean it just send in three potatoes a week i'm starving <laughs> well that's not why i'm calling course not i'm calling to tell you that you guys could never trust a burrito yeah they're always spilling the beans all right boys and girls i'll chat you later and have a good one bye he's
0: really not selling his case to have a paid subscription named after him is he, he? yeah he's uh <laughs> he's
2: digging really deep for some of these i tell you what uh,
0: joke that joke was a little cheesy
2: yeah oh Out of the bump yeah <laughs> not help it. Good. That
0: was great. <laughs> oh, oh, that's great! But that, he made it's. A, it's really a good point. We should have a Nikki G subscription. As long as he understands, he doesn't get anything for it other than the notoriety. Well, I think that would be kind of funny, actually. So yeah, his picture
1: on the website. I think that's yeah. all he's
3: going after.
0: That's, that's what he's <laughs> well, after. Well, you know, yeah. uh, if you guys, I don't guess if you, uh, if I told you about it, but I, I updated the about page. So if you go to jeeptalkshow.com slash about, uh, or just go to the website and click on the about. You'll you'll actually see a picture of Nikki G on there because he's definitely one of the team. I mean, he's been calling in uh, uh, things here for a long time. Everybody's there, uh, you know. Of course, the the hosts and uh, uh, Nikki G, and we have uh, the the behind the scenes te- team, Chris, who actually is on uh, some of the um, uh, the bookends for the interview episode, but uh, also the the folks, the fine folks that uh, helped set up all the uh, the trails for the last uh, uh, Jeep Talk Show event. So. Yeah, everybody that's a part of the JTS team is right there at jeeptalkshow.com slash about. And uh, you guys check it out, too.
1: You got tech questions? What oh, do I have? A, we have answers. Oh, that's good. I I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Last weekend, I headed out to the Millican Valley OHV Trail System. This is an amazing area of central Oregon, provides year-round riding for class one, two, and three users and includes 250 miles, uh, 255 miles of designated routes, nine staging areas and three play areas. With an average of 300 days of uh, a year of sunshine, the trails there are dusty beyond belief. The best thing to combat a dusty off-road trip is not hermetically sealing yourself up in your jeep like some instrument out of a doctor's office drawer. No, no, no. I've got two words for you. Onboard compressed air. Being able to blow off the dash, your face, clothes, or anything or any place that you want. And and let me tell you just how nice and refreshing a 120 PSI blast of cold compressed air feels under the belt line on a hot, dusty day. Yes, sir bub Here's the kick in the shorts, though. I'm not going to help you pick a compressor. I'm not even going to tell you how to wire it up, nor am I here to tell you how to plumb it, either. We can save all that for another tech talk. For now, we need to focus on the one thing not mentioned that makes it possible to do things like a trail side air filter cleaning. Sure, a compressor will pump up a tire, and the dual compressors out there can actually move a little bit of CFM, but you really don't get any kind of pressure. And this is the most important part, you also don't get any supply, either. No volume. All about all the volume we're gonna get is about how much air you can be stored in the in, in the hose. So let's get you a tank. No, not the kind with treads and a big gun on top. No, an <laughs> Darn air compressor it. tank. I know. I know. Those are you much more big T's.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Air compressor tanks are designed to hold and store a volume of compressed air at high pressures. Tanks are usually made out of steel or aluminum in some cases, and come in three common shapes. Spherical tanks, which are well, they're round, they're spheres. These typically run in the 1 to maybe 3 gallon size, but are usually reserved typically for much smaller volumes. Pancake tanks look like two big salad bowls welded together at their lip. These typically run in the 3 gallon capacity and are usually good for at least 125 PSI. Depending on your setup and ability to fabricate mounts, I've seen a pancake tank sitting inside the wheel of a spare tire. Lastly, we have the most common tank shape and that's the cylinder tanks. These can range in size from 1.5 gallons up to, uh, up to tank sizes that would dwarf your Jeep, honestly. But for most vehicle applications, people opt for the 3 to 5 gallon size because of size and fitment. Cylinder tanks are good for high pressure systems and have no problem holding pressures up to 175 psi in some cases, and in some cases even more. But not all tanks are rated for high pressure, so you have to be very careful in what you choose. All tanks will be equipped with at least a couple of ports on its ends, or top side, and a drain port on its underside. Most tanks come with feet, or in some cases mounting brackets, opening up the possibility for creative mounting solutions all over the place. But Jeeps aren't known for having a lot of extra room, so finding a location to mount your tank is going to be one of the first things to consider. Now, Once you have an idea of where you want your tank to be, you need to figure out just how much of a tank you can fit into that area. Now typically in a Jeep like a Wrangler, Jeepers opt for one of the one of three common mounting places. The roll bar, oftentimes finding room on the underside of one of the diagonal bars, or usually you'll see a tank, or even sometimes two, tucked up next to the frame rails on the underside of the jeep. Of course you could always just bolt it to the cargo floor or to the rear door, but that takes up valuable room for coolers and of uh, food and beer. Now, if you do decide to mount your tank under the Jeep, well, you're likely going to keep the size to 3 or 4-gallon cylinders. And I would also narrow your search to aluminum tanks for the sake of keeping the rust away. These tanks rarely run more than 6 inches in diameter if you keep it under 4 gallons, and are perfect for mounting up underneath a Jeep. Their small diameter size means that they won't protrude below the frame, interfering with skid plates or rocks. You can fork out the big bucks for big recognizable names, but at the end of the trail, Well, that tank will rarely ever be seen, and will be covered in so much mud, road grime, and trail dirt, well that nobody's going to be able to identify the manufacturer anyway, so who cares? All you really need to care about is size, rating, and price. The rest? Well, the rest of it is the fun part. Figuring out which compressor you're going to run, or if you already have one, well then it's time to figure out the plumbing. This is the cool part. There are things that will be needed obviously, like airline, pressure switches, safety valves, and of course quick disconnect ports for hooking up that airline and blow-off gun. Adding adding an air tank, or even more than one, to your Jeep is a lot easier and affordable than you think. All said and done with every component, hose, fitting, and accessory, minus the compressor of course, you could easily get this done for under $300, and if you use some ingenuity, I bet you could do it for under $200. Four gallon tank prices run on average about $130, give or take. One gallon tanks are as low as $40, making the possibility of a $100 system very, very real. But know this. The smaller the tank, the less volume of compressed air you will have, which means you might only be able to blow off your hat before having to wait to refill the tank.
0: So one of the things that concerns me on these tanks, especially whenever they're mounted someplace in proximity, p- potential proximity to people, is if something were to go wrong and the, the shutoff, automatic shutoff uh, uh, circuit didn't work, and the, well, and the tank ruptured if it could p- potentially injure somebody. And I, I'm specifically talking about the image of the, uh, the look, it looks like a two and a half gallon uh, tank, a uh, via air tank, uh, mounted to the roll bar uh, in a Wrangler. So there are two different
1: safety, safety systems that would be on, a, on an onboard air system of, the, of this kind. You're going to have a pressure switch, right. which is an like electronic uh, switch that is controlled by pressure. Once the pressure pushes up a, uh, a contact point, uh, it will disengage that circuit and shut off the compressor. That is the first safety point. Now, let's say if that does fail. And it fails on, which they're typically meant to fail off. So this would have to be a strike of lightning type of incident in order to make this happen. But not to say that it's out of the realm of possibility. Let's say, for instance, for the sake of argument that it does happen and that compressor just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. The second point of safety on this kind of an air system is going to be a safety valve on the tank itself. These are typically rated underneath the tank's maximum pressure rating. Once it gets up to that point, it's going to start basically blowing off. Take a look at the hot water heater out in your garage. It has the same sort of a valve on it. Um, it's just a, a, a little bit different of a design and generally has a large tube that's connected to it that goes down the side of the, uh, side of the hot water heater itself. Um, all of these systems are designed to work in conjunction with one another and any one of them will save um, whatever you're talking about, Tony, from, ha- from ever happening. Okay.
0: So there's, I, mean, I don't even know if these things exist for the air tanks, but there's no, uh, no reason to put like a ballistic blanket around, uh, the kind God
1: of, I mean, unless you, unless you're, you're a vehicle that is constantly under fire, um, I, I because, uh, or it, you have, um, you're constantly on, in a, in a rollover situation with like, I don't know, floor jacks and, and, uh, bowling balls in the, in the vehicle or something like that. I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, th- these tanks are, are generally, you know, quarter wall thickness. Um, you know, they're, they're very, very, mm-hmm. uh, durable, um most of these are designed to be i mean these came uh, the design of these things came from underneath semis right i mean this this is where you know this this kind of technology came from mm-hmm.
0: and so of course, you're talking about a vehicle, if they blow underneath you don't have to worry about it taking out uh, uh no, timmy's back would, of his head that
1: would be a vehicle i mean that would be you know a a, a road hazard that gets kicked up right. and 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 but you know inside the jeep that is so unlikely mm-hmm. from happening you know okay. you, you're likely going to receive injury yourself before that tank is going to receive injury. At least a, a, an injury so severe that it's going to rupture. Mm-hmm. And even that, at that point, a, a rupture is likely going to happen at a connection point. Um, and it's not going to be a, a, a rupture. You're not going to find a, a um, uh, what, what do they call that? A uh, 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 destructive decompression. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's going to just blow out. If anything, the thing is going to turn into a rocket um, before it's just going to explode like a firecracker. Right. Um so th- I mean just you know uh, principles of of uh uh you know some dynamics here of, of pressure and 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 the way these things are designed I mean you know just the engineering behind these alone the the forces that are under these things it's all very uniform um, and un- unless this thing is just completely rusted out uh you really have nothing to worry about and e- even then there's going to be some failure points that are g- are going to make it leak or bleed out before it explodes. Very good. Well, Jeeper, if you have anything to add, if maybe you have a question or a topic for Tech Talk that you would like covered, just jump over to JeepTalkShow.com/contact and send us a message. Are you guys not curious what I was doing
0: out in Eastern Oregon, huh? I'm just surprised like you I- went out without a without your Jeep.
3: I
1: know it was it was it was actually kind of hard,
0: but uh, I'm, I'm actually glad you're be- getting out because I mean, people would like to. Uh, I know people from the show would like to. Uh, they'd be happy to take you wheeling. I, I understand you would want to go in your own Jeep, but. My God, it's been a long dry spell. Yeah,
1: yeah, it certainly has. Um, I, I am getting a bit of an off-road fix. It's just uh, not with a Jeep. Uh, the company I work for has an off-road race team. Uh, I am the crew chief for it uh, officially. Uh, we have cool. our, our, our first official. Uh, we, we've had one unofficial race and now one official race that's coming up next weekend, uh, October 22nd, 21st and 22nd. So I will be, uh, back down in Millican Valley, uh, for, for two or three days, uh, doing a, a 500 mile, or I'm sorry, a 50 mile, uh, it's a 200 mile race. Each lap is 50 miles. Uh, and we were out there last weekend, uh, doing a, uh, GPS recording of, uh, of the whole course, uh, mapping it out, uh, trail marking, uh, corner marking, you know, that, that sort of stuff, uh, marking out hazards, uh, that sort of stuff. Uh, so yeah, very, very, uh, uh, interesting sort of a trail system out there. Not, I've really never been on a trail system like this. Uh, the closest thing I could I could attribute this to would be like the Baja 1000 uh, desert racing, if you will. Wow. We're in the high high plains of central Oregon. Um, lots of silt-like dirt. It's it's mm. it's basically sand. Yeah. um for that matter we're we're under um uh we're we're on these large large stretches i mean you know we're talking three four five miles of a dirt straight away uh you're at 65 75 85 miles an hour or faster um Crazy. off-road um yeah so i mean it is it is an absolute blast it is definitely my calling if 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 i had one thing that i i, I missed uh going into a profession it was probably a rallycross driver or something like that mm-hmm. Um, I, this is definitely in my element, uh, so I, I had a blast, uh, and then we're going to be out there next weekend doing it official so uh, 40, people, 40 uh 39 other racers in the class that we're going to be in, uh, so it's, it's going to be a lot of competition, and oh. the uh, uh, weather is going to be great. so: that's awesome.
2: Forward.
0: Are you tired of all that noise from those other shows?
1: I think you have to keep that
3: rig at
0: the moment. Now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless you got Dana 60s and 40s. Get the highest audio quality possible with each download. you
3: know,
0: you can use them with them super And if you're tired of all that other stuff. Uh, and a
1: thing with the big old tires and a the lot. Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more. You guys are getting to gigging me a bear. So, I, I love how we, we played that promo after the last episode. I actually literally had to stop in the middle of a segment to go kick my cat's ass because he was whining to get out in the garage so he could go hang out with my Jeep.
0: But lesser shows would have left that in. <laughs> <laughs> Good point there, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, coming up this Thursday, YouTuber Brad of Trail Recon, the YouTube channel of Trail Recon, coming up this Thursday, episode 6. 97 i think this is the, the third interview that we've done with brad and it's it's fun every time he tells us some great information about youtube and uh investigating stats and uh it's just a, a whole big thing it's uh, I, i'm sure also it, he's a numbers geek like you yeah, are he's yeah. following mm-hmm. the numbers he's got his fingers oh yeah he the has to and, oh yeah. yeah yeah he's doing it right i need to uh i wish we could afford him we'd hire him to uh, see about getting our numbers up I got 20 bucks on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you need to sign up for our newsletter, Jeeper. And I know I, I say that, and then I, right, don't tell me what to do. But I just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You're going to find a link to click and sign up for our newsletter. It's not like other newsletters. Don't worry. We're not going to spam you. It comes from us. It's one email a week. And, and really it's, it's, it's not useless information. It's not like, oh, what's the weather in Kentucky like? And I live in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. No, this is going to be, um, actually what we're going to be doing here on the show. What's coming up, who we're talking to, what we're going to be giving away and when, how to get in on that action. Of course, how to get in on our Tuesday, uh, Tuesday round table
0: episodes. Those are a lot of fun. Oh, and Highly you never encouraged. know who's going to be there. You know, Oh yeah. whether, mean, whether it's in the meeting or as a guest. Yeah, and so uh, who
1: knows what's going to happen Tuesdays. Uh, and so that's why you, you definitely don't want to miss out on those. Uh, even if you're just kind of lurking in the background, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, come hang out with us every Tuesday. Join in on uh, on the fun by uh, signing up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. JeepTalkShow.com slash contact is the only link that you need to remember.
0: So we're about 42 minutes in. Uh, do you think we're outside the Travis bitching about the show being too short range or... Oh, should we talk possibly. should we talk for another 5 minutes about something? Cuz I can talk about the newsletter. <laughs>
1: I, I seriously need to talk about Greg coming up here and, uh, and helping me get some progress done on my Jeep since he's, he's like the master of progress over there. I don't know how that guy gets all that work done by himself.
0: Well, Greg's going to, going to saws all the top off and it's going to do, he does modifications to yeah. things. It's not necessarily, <laughs> uh, you know, engine rebuilds and stuff. No, like that.
1: No, he, he is a, a, a bodywork master.
0: Oh, master. Dang. Yeah. Artist. Oh, dang.
1: I should talk to him about, uh, about how to match some paint, but, uh.
0: Yeah, you know, he might
2: have some tips for you. You know, right, exactly it would,
0: that would be a cool looking XJ with the the top cut off and just put a roll bar in there and then get a canvas uh, homemade canvas not homemade up uh, uh, aftermarket I've, canvas. Uh, I, I saw
1: an XJ that had the 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 entire you know he only left about two or three inches around the perimeter of his roof. Mm-hmm. The entire rest of it was cut out, and he had a a snapped canvas top on the top of it. I think they call them. It's not tonneau covers, but it's like a tonneau cover right, right? it's like a, but yeah there there was a name for those I can't remember
0: well i mean you you never it's drive off. the thing uh anyway, no, I mean it would because like sieve right I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it would be so cool, it would just be an off road vehicle, and it'd be i mean you could literally have the top off. When you were going out uh, with it, and with this, this, and of course you got to replace the the part that you cut off with a roll bar, so you could get the, thing the strength. Is, is I back. have an
1: XJ with a with a power moon roof. I know. In it that I that I actually designed the relay packs for. So I've I've got a little bit of a of a sentimental connection to the top end of my
2: Jeep.
0: Yeah. Well, you'd be better off just putting. Uh, uh, my, big axles and 37s you know and doing all that stuff but then it would just and that's another way to go you don't have to have it topless uh you can be uh oh no i've got i've got window i I do eventually want to go uh doorless yeah that's true too of
1: of half doors for it or something like that yeah
0: that that's good enough i mean it is nice being topless but there is that uh uh, if you get, I don't know how you are with the sun, but getting burned. Do you get burned pretty easy, uh, Wendy? Not
1: very easily. I, I mean, usually the, the first of the season, you know, like after the after all the winter darkness and and, and the northwest emerges out of our our near uh, Alaska-like darkness of winter. Uh, we we kind of you know enter into the spring. We get some sunshine, and it's like, ah, oh, God, what's that giant ball of fire in the sky? <laughs> Burning and your out, eyes. Out, out comes is, the SPF three thousand and and it stuff. Yes. It. It, so it burns. It burns. It's usually I get you know a little bit of a burn out of the way early in the season, and then that's it. I I'm good yeah. to go.
0: How about you, Wendy? Do you burn
1: easy?
2: I do, but I don't because I wear either long sleeve and definitely sunscreen mm-hmm. and hats. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it to get burned. Oh yeah. I hate when, it.
1: You're up at like seven, eight thousand feet above the clouds. And, yes. and stuff up there where you're closer at. You, to the
2: sun. Yep.
0: Yeah, you're. Yeah, you got. You got no Less uh, no, filter,
1: no filtration up there. Yeah. Yep. And All that UV action coming down on you.
0: Yep. We're looking forward to hearing uh, hearing about the uh, the event uh, that you had. Hey, how's uh, the weather Sunday? looking like? We're you're, we're close
1: enough now that I mean, how uh, it was. How it was. Yeah. yeah. How, the yeah. Was? How, it was. <laughs> how the weather was. How was
0: the weather was that. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, it was uh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, We're not yeah, going to
0: describe it, but it was interesting. I'm not going to
2: describe it. It was just, uh, you know what? You have to tune in Friday to hear about that, I think, That's Josh, because right. I'm not going to reveal how exciting it was. Some, <laughs> it's a teaser.
0: Of it's yeah. a teaser.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It was good. I missed you guys, though, for sure.
1: that's all the jeep talk show there is for now jeeper until our next show be sure to join us every week for our roundtable episode live and as always thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded jeep podcast and look if if you see me turn my head towards you and i make very direct eye contact with you and in all seriousness without missing a beat i utter the words that ain't coming from the fence I will guarantee you have less than three seconds to roll down every goddamn window before you are your olfactory senses receive an assault
0: the likes of which you have never before experienced. Eject, eject, eject.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Well said.
3: I've since 2010.